Oh, hello, Internet, and welcome back to the Tapstream Podcast, episode 14. This is the third entry in the Apples and Oranges reading that has been going on on the podcast feed. Um, This is something that a good friend of mine, dear Christopher, and I have been doing, where we read a script I wrote 10 years ago that is just absolutely horrendous and hilarious all in the same time uh last week you guys kind of got left on a cliffhanger where uh, jim and noodle i forgot my own character's names where jim and noodle were cornered by a alien elite in halo 3 and uh we kind of had to split book two into two episodes because of timing constraints and i had every intent of like patching those couple episodes and then going right into book three, but this ended up being its own episode on its own. So we are still going to conclude book two this week and uh, next week we'll start book three. So with that little note ahead, I want to go ahead and let you guys get into the episode. It's going to start off with a really funny story that Chris is uh, very generous in sharing with us. And uh, then we'll get into the meat of apples and oranges. So thank you so much for listening and I will see you on the other side. Bye bye. I could just read it and it would be funny to go I'll, through that. I'll have to do just a tiny bit of digging, but I definitely have a book I wrote when I was in like the second grade. Like I either have it physically or digitally. That would be and amazing. And it's called, it's called The Square Root. I didn't even remember it until you just said that you have your Dinoland book. I have, it's called The Square Root of a Piece of Pie. Wait, what's it? Shit, hang on. (laughs) It's something like that. And it is, it's so funny, but not, not like smell my own farts funny. Like it's funny because it's, it's like how apples and oranges is funny to you. Like, Mm -hmm. but it's not painful to me because I was like 10, you know? I think to me, the thing that I think keeps poking at me is just reading through this and remembering how many people I sent this to. (laughs) That I'm so... I'm so excited to start reading again. So without further ado, I am Trey from The Tapstream. I stream on Mixer.com slash The Tapstream, and I am joined by... Dear Christopher. What a nice segue. I stream on Mixer.com slash Dear Christopher. And uh, tell me about dog buttholes. (laughs) Yes. What a nice segue into recording, by the way. Thank you. Um, Yeah, so so we we live in a, um, a small but touristy area, and so we we also live in a apartment on the third floor um off the beaten path if you will we live kind of far away from the touristy area of the of the city we live in so we took our dog uh so we have a we have a a small a medium-sized australian shepherd border collie mix his name is atlas and he's adorable um so we took him to uh, we took him downtown tonight because there's like a, a nice like strand or whatever and like place to like, I know, you know, Trey, I'm just kind of informing yeah. the, the prospective listeners. Um, so we took him downtown and we, we went and caught, like we caught a, a, a few drink. Well, we caught a drink at, at this place and had some queso and stuff and let the dog like just mingle with people. Atlas loves people. So, so he's like super down for this. And so, um, we we hit up the the cafe and then we we walked a few blocks down to this other street that has this really nice coffee shop grabbed a cup of coffee and sat outside and it's a pretty well trafficked area 
And so Atlas is just kind of hanging out. And anytime a person walks by, like his ears perk up, like he's just, he's down to meet anybody, anytime, anywhere. And so, um, so he's sitting there and this, this, uh, these, these two women walk up and they're, you know, older women, they pet my dog and or they walk up and they politely ask, which by the way, is the best way to pet someone's dog is to politely ask, may I pet your dog? Cause sometimes not all dogs are nice. Right. Um, so these, these women walk up and they say, can I, can we pet your dog? You know, he's so cute. Yeah. They start talking to us. And, um, and so she says, uh, she starts petting him. And then this other guy walks by this really nice man that we had, you know, just kind of met cause he had a dog. He had this like really pretty golden retriever, uh, girl dog. And Atlas is a boy. So the golden retriever walks up and this man is, you know, just being polite. Like these two women are sitting and petting my dog. And now they're petting this golden retriever. And Atlas starts to sniff this dog in 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 the private regions. Um, so I'm a child. So it's well. So am I. And so I'm sitting there, and I'm I, like, <clears throat> like I don't know how to, I don't know how to like, I don't know how to say, Atlas, stop sniffing this dog's crotch. Right. You know, like I don't know how to politely say like stop being weird. Because I mean and that's so my, not weird for dogs. We add the weirdness, not. and it's right. like we you're right. You're caught in that middle of like, am I making this weirder by calling attention to it? <laughs> yes, and so. <laughs> And so my awkward way of doing it is to say at and like I'm literally I say this out loud I say Atlas it's like a it's like a handshake if you shake too long it's weird you know because it's like a it's like a if it's a soft way to kind of break the ice and so it's like no one feels weird that I'm saying stop sniffing this dog's crotch because um, I can pet him but he's not gonna listen like mm-hmm. he's, he's he's plus you don't want to disturb during that right he's reasonable. <laughs> And I, I, like, it's funny because I'm just like, I, I don't know. Anyway. So, so I make this comment. I say like, stop, stop. You know, it's, if you shake too long, it's awkward. Like basically stop smelling this dog's crotch for too long. And the guy kind of chuckles. And then the woman laughs. One of the women laughs and says, I've always said dogs have had internet far longer than we have. And I, as she said it, I was taking a sip of coffee and I almost spit take because that's like Chelsea kind of like politely chuckles because she thought it was funny, but it just it hit me. It like resounded. I would have uh, just guffawed right dude, there. It was so funny, and I was taking a sip of coffee, so I couldn't, I couldn't react like I wanted to. Like that was a, that would have been a genuine spit take, but it was hot coffee, so I you know. Do you remember? So, do you remember the Twitter account shit my dad says? Oh, of course. That is prime shit my dad says material. <laughs> And so that's why I wanted to save this for when I could talk to you about it. Cause I didn't want to text you all of my thoughts because so she, she says this and you can tell like the way she says it, it's like, she says, I've always said, uh, this is clearly, had... this is a clearly rehearsed joke on her part. <laughs> yes. Okay. So good. You're on my, you're on my level. And the, her friend like just laughs in such a way as to say, Yes, she has said this before. Like this is <laughs> this is the old song and dance, you know. And so, I mean, I might be digging too far into it, but she laughs. She's just like, yeah, you know. And like, it's like it's not new to her. It's obviously new to these two people, uh, being us and, and Chelsea. And so Chelsea just kind of giggles. You know, she's like laughs and like like politely laughs. Like she found it funny. Like it was a it was a nice like conversation stirrer. 
but I just, I was fucking tickled by it. Like I thought it was so funny and, and so pro- like thought provoking and just, just, I was like, God, that's like such a funny thought. Speaking yeah. of smelling assholes, uh, let's go ahead and jump into the apples and oranges <laughs> script. Yeah. So, Oh, cool. <laughs> so I've, I listen. I was trying to figure out where we last, last left off. And I will be completely honest. I can't remember reading this. That's how drunk I was last time. This is episode three. Which is so, that's so great. Like I had to go back and listen to the old audio recording and see the last line. And that's the only way that I could figure out that we are on book two, chapter five. All right. With that. Let me go. Let me do it. I found chapter five. Announcer voice. Last time on Apples and Oranges. We'll show scenes from the previous episode. Cut to theme song. Montage of the series. This will run for 30 seconds to a minute. Scene ends and fades to black screen. Pause title screen comes on. Starts off with camera behind the Elite and the Ghost showing the scene with Jim and Noodle from the Elite's point of view. Noodle. I blame you. Jim and Noodle both take cover on either side of the garage while the Elite continues its rapid fire. Elite 1. I don't know if I can remember my voice for Elite 1. You can't hide forever. I can't wait to see how wrong that is. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so noodle. Y- yeah. Th- explain this. So it's and elite we'll, one we'll, we'll and then back. noodle. Yeah. Okay. You can't hide forever. Oh, yes, we can. Noodle, shut up. Okay. Do you have any grenades left? No. Damn it. Anything explosive? I can't care. Fuck, I forgot. Jim looks around desperately trying to find anything that will take out the ghost. Okay, let's pause for a second. Okay. What's Noodle saying? I can't carry explosives? I can't carry explosives. Remember in the very first episode, we talked about the character details of Noodle, where he isn't trusted with anything super... That's right! Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, need to, I need to keep that up on, like, a second screen. So I, uh, so I can't carry... Fuck, I forgot. Jim. Jim looks around desperately, trying to find anything that will take out the ghost. I hate to say this, Noodle, but I think we're screwed. Jim takes a peek out towards the ghost just to check things and notice off in the distance a pelican. A pelican is the uh, the ships in Halo. That's yeah. That's the that's the um, aircraft. Spartan aircraft, like that's a friendly aircraft. Yeah. Uh, Jim. Hey, look! It's a pelican. Maybe they sent us some reinforcements. I thought this was supposed to be a two-man operation. Yeah. Well, you think a lot of things that aren't true. Noodle looks down. So, are we gonna wait here for him or her? Looks like we have no choice. What's the matter, comrades? How come you aren't making witty remarks? Which I have no context, but I really want to believe that that is just my own inner dialogue telling me that my writing is <laughs> shitty. <laughs> Got a little meta there. Uh, oh, man. The elite begins laughing when a camouflaged Spartan kicks the elite out of the ghost. Noodle. Look! The elite looks around in confusion. The Spartan shoots the elite. Jim radios command. Command, this is Private Jim. Please give us info on a Spartan sent to Rat's Nest. Uh, Who's going to be command I'll do female it. voice? I'll okay. do command females. Uh, give us a minute. We've checked the status. There are no, no known Spartans in your area. But there's a pelican here. It's either abandoned or has been taken by the enemy. Use caution. But we see the Spartan in front of us. We have no known records of any Spartans in your area. Use caution and proceed as needed. Confirmed. Turns to your- Noodle. Your command female voice sounds like C-3PO. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) Jim, confirmed, turns to Noodle. They have no idea who he is. 
I will go out and meet him. Noodle, no! By this time, the Spartan will be uncamouflaged. Noodle walks out towards the Spartan to thank him. Thank you very much for saving me. The Spartan knocks out Noodle, and Noodle lays down on the ground, moaning in pain, cursing the Spartan. That was... <laughs> so so the, the way that's written is that it's supposed to say, thank you so much for... Sa and then that's when Noodle gets knocked out. <laughs> yeah, that's that's funny. Uh, who? Okay, so we got a new character here. Do you want to take it, or do you want me to take I'll, it? Yeah, I'll be Spartan. Okay. <laughs> Do not be mistaken, Jim and Noodle. I did not save you. What? I did not <laughs> save you. <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> okay. I did, I did not save you. I merely secured my paycheck. See, had, the, had that elite killed you, I would not have received any money. <laughs> There's a bounty on us? From who? <laughs> that is none of your business. Who are you? My name is not a. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. My name is not important, but you can call me Redhound. Redhound? What kind of name is that? Now, if you'd like, I'll give you a 10 second head start. Wouldn't want to make this embarrassing now, would we? Noodle is seen running off. <laughs> <laughs> well, I see one of you has common sense. Jim runs forward, but Redhound jumps over Jim. Jim quickly turns around. <laughs> you fight with anger. I like that. Makes this interesting. Jim runs forward, screaming this time, shooting a buzzer. <laughs> Redhound sidesteps and hits Jim in the back, and Jim falls down. Get up! You're embarrassing yourself! Jim's seen kneeling and panting. Uh, scene spelled S-C-E-N-E. -E. Embarrassing is spelled E-M-B-A-R-E-S-I-E. Oh, I even missed that! I was not going to say anything. Oh, go ahead. Since you pointed out scene, go I ahead. was going to pull out embarrassing. Uh, Jim, stop playing around. Are you sure that's what you really want? Jim runs forward again. Redhound hits Jim. Jim falls backwards. Seriously, if it didn't work the first time, it's not going <laughs> to work at all. Okay, in my mind, the voice that I'm channeling is like Duke Nukem meets Job from from arrested development i don't know if i'm hitting the mark but you're that's doing just, you're doing wonderful now that you've said that i think that's, I think that's just what i'm trying for i don't know <laughs> okay seriously if it didn't work the first time it's not gonna work at all but this will noodle throw, noodle noodle, <laughs> noodle throws a plasma grenade and sticks redhound redhound lays motionless on the ground damn noodle <laughs> wait 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 so he throws a okay so he throws a plasma grenade and sticks redhound and then it explodes, presumably. Right. I guess I just okay. didn't write that. And that's totally fine. But, like, uh, okay, so this is this is getting back to, you just kind of threw a bunch of commentary into this. So this this reads like, like everyone's going to just source this as their, like, they're going to cite this as their source material. Because had I read this, I would be like, well, you just, like, throw a grenade and it sticks to him and you just, like, fucking falls down like mm -hmm. nothing happens he just falls down and waits to die because that's how i read it and i was like wait he <laughs> he gets stuck and instead of like freaking out he just lays motionless on the ground anyway i don't know it's funny to me go ahead jim uh damn noodle what you're on a roll today you saved my ass twice thanks well now we're even redhound clearly hurt but laughing <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> i can't even do it Good work, Noodle. More of a fight than Jim, but I'm afraid that won't work this time. How did you survive that? Radio, no <sighs> Radio noise is heard Sorry. coming from Redhound. No, perfect. Hamming it up. Yeah. Now, 
I'm on my way. Well, it was nice chatting, but I really must go. I will be seeing you again. Redhound gets in the ghost and drives off. Jim, shooting a little, yells, Wait, who sent you? Who are you working for? Get back here. <laughs> so <laughs> so the, the writing is get back, exclamation mark, lowercase h, here, exclamation mark. <laughs> oh, shit, I just dropped my whiskey. Oh, no. <laughs> Party foul. Uh, we can keep going. It wasn't a lot. <laughs> okay are you sure you want to pause yeah i had a little Should tell I... here I, I i wiped it up we can keep going Should i be silent no okay. you're, you're fine noodle i don't think he heard you uh all right noodle i don't know what's going on but some serious shit is going down first the elites now red hound right i have a bad feeling about this maybe it'll all come together once we get the sand trap i hope you're right noodle i hope you're right let's keep moving jimmy noodle yours what? Both yours are spelled Y O U R. Thank you. Uh, Jim and Noodle. Jim and Noodle get on a mongoose and ride the same way Redhound did. Cuts to Redhound walking down a hallway in Foundry. He walks into a room with the general. Foundry's a Halo 3 map. Got it. <clears throat> What's wrong, sir? I almost had them. This oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a very heavy you episode. Oh, I'm digging it. You move too soon. Jim, he suspects something. Wait. He suspects something. You move too soon. So you move too soon, Jim. He suspects something. So this is planting the seed that General Rios is the one who sent Redhound. Got it. Okay, <clears throat> this is going to be a lot of flipping back and forth, but I'm going to do my best. <clears throat> what do you suggest we do? Let them continue their mission a little. Oh wait, excuse me. Back up. What do you suggest we do? Let them continue their mission a little. Give them a false sense of purpose. Well, what should I do, sir? Follow them after the negotiations are done here. Attack when I give the orders. Yes, sir. With pleasure. End episode. Credits roll. Extra scene. <laughs> Cuts to Jim and Noodle riding on a mongoose. So, <laughs> how exactly did you get out of the cage? Well, it wasn't all that hard. I just... End. Fade to black. So, <laughs> So, I guess in my what? head... What? I guess in my head, I... I... I don't know. I think I vaguely, this isn't going to be written down anywhere, but I think I vaguely remember talking to Jonathan and saying that I wanted some grand reason for why his name is Noodle. And I think we were just going to be vague referencing it throughout the series. And it was going to somehow tie back into him getting out of that cage. I don't think this is ever picked up again. I think <laughs> I, I think I abandoned it. That's all this was, was just a like a way to tease that. But I know for a fact it never comes back up again. <laughs> So I don't know if like maybe we were going to reveal that somehow he's just flexible. I think I was just going up. You know how like Han Solo understands Chewbacca and there's real no science behind it. I think yeah. we were just that was going to be a noodle thing that he is just surprisingly good at getting out of cages. <laughs> out of pinches or cages? Uh, cages. Like because because so far I, I, I didn't misunderstand you so far. He's been really like idiot, like idiot savant, good at getting out of like, everything hard situations. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's his character, right? He's extremely lucky, is what I wrote him as. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. I should have gone back. I actually, actually, I should not have gone back and yeah. read. Glad that I haven't, because it's so much fun to rediscover Noodle. I'm having so much fun playing Noodle. Um, <laughs> and and uh, what's his name? Redhound. Uh, Redhound. Yeah, I'm enjoying that too. I don't even remember Elite One. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna keep going with this. I'm just gonna keep going with it. Um, so another joke. I'm just gonna make it again. And it wasn't. 
it's not as funny now that you've explained that you, I guess, tried to like write some like mass arc of like, I don't know, noodle, like explaining his character, but, but avoiding explaining his character. But it's so clear that some Marvel movie came out around the time that you were writing this. <laughs> because you rely so heavily on the the post credit like stingers mm-hmm. that every time one does not exist, I question what happened. Like I'm like, did you just run out of steam or something? Because every time, like I don't know, it's so funny. Like I was, I, I mean, I'm. Let's be real. Seventeen year old Trey is swinging for the fucking fences. Like I, which is brilliant. I love it. I'm not. This isn't half ass. This is me giving it my all. It just so this happens. Is you whole assing. I yeah. I am 100 percent whole assing this. So okay. So it's it's 2019. So uh, let's. I'm just gonna do a quick Google. I'm sure you can answer quicker. Yeah. Um, Marvel movies 2009. Iron Man. So I just want to see. Okay. So Ghost Rider, Iron Man, X Men Origins, Wolverine. But let's be honest. Like mostly. Okay. So Spider Man three had come out. Let's like like how. How prevalent was um, was the post credit scenes? Like Iron Man kicked then? it off, as far as I know. And Iron Man was two thousand eight, so right. that's that's right on time. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, perfect. Because because I so last time when I made the joke, I was like, I was like, man, you were really feeling these these post and if you, scenes. I don't know if you remember, but I shot off really quickly. Iron Man it is not. I, this was heavily. I, oh, <laughs> I I fully remember that, but I just I, like I remember you saying that, but I don't personally remember Iron Man having. Like the original Iron Man, I don't remember the. Yeah, the it's shot. where it's where Nick Fury comes in and says, "You think you were the only superhero in the universe?" Okay. And okay. you you just joined a bigger world than you thought, or something like that. Okay. All right. So yeah, all right. it's all making sense. Mm-hmm. You've always been more cognizant of. You, you've just been. I don't know. You you were. Yeah, not cognizant okay. enough to realize how much this sucks. All right, uh, Apples and Oranges. <laughs> book. I love it. Book two. I, Okay, before we go to book two, I need to go get a. Before we go to chapter six, I need to go get a a cookie because we bought these cookies today, and I'm just thinking about them right now, and I need one. Go get your damn cookie. So give me just a second. Okay. While we, while we found a comfortable stopping place. <laughs> and uh, oh shit, I have sushi too. Oh, I'm not gonna get that right now, but later I will. This is what's happening. I'm drinking. Uh, Atlas, get out from under me. Um, I'm drinking. Uh. I'm not going to plug this whiskey or, okay. I had this other thought. I'm all over the place. I had another thought. If this becomes a thing, like we should just drink whiskey and read stories. And there's probably like some clever name we could come up with like whiskey and wives tales, but Mm -hmm. not wives tales. Um, And then we'll get sponsored by different whiskey companies and they'll be like, you should try our whiskey and then read stories. And uh, that's my, that's my pot shot. That's my, that's my, like, if we get lucky. But for now, I'm, I'm just going to keep drinking this whiskey. I'm still holding out to the hope that this takes off to the point where people just start sending in their own first drafts. How fucking well, that's a great name. First drafts. Yes. OK. So okay. I, I want to say this. I am committed to reading through all apples and oranges here on the Tapstream podcast. But if this gets somehow viral and goes big, I want to make first drafts a thing. OK, well, you just said something. Then I'm going to, I fear that the noises that I'm making with my mouth are terrible right now. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they're not very loud. I said, mm-hmm, but that wasn't me agreeing. That's just my nervous recording tick. <laughs> okay. So you said you're fully committed to finishing this book or this collection of books. I thought that was assumed. I am committing to getting all the way to for sale. 
Okay. Which is another, which is another screenplay trailer. I, I mean, listen, for. listen, I, I three years at this content creating game. I would say we could use that to launch first drafts, but that's uh that could be another well, thing. let's do that yeah we'll see we'll see uh, again the only way this works if you listening yes you everybody right here listening on your way to work on the bus in the bathroom making dinner that means you have to start sharing it with people i can't do this alone <laughs> and with that being said let's go ahead and jump in uh people people making dinner in the bathroom you have to <laughs> like this podcast my mom who i now know listens um oh god does she she does <laughs> ah! i know don't worry about it that's terrible news no and i just want to preface it's not terrible because she's listening it's terrible because we are now self-conscious of everything we've said no it's it's terrible because i i i just love your family so much that i I, i'm now like ah crap i've said like see i said crap instead of shit like i'm i'm going to be don't worried don't think about it just look i'll I'll break the ice your mom's so sweet fuck fuck there we go (laughs) (laughs) your mom is so sweet now she's gonna hear me saying swear words it'll be fine Talk about uh, your duck's butthole more. All right, announcer voice. <laughs> Last time on Apple... No, no, hold on. I'm going to back up. Apples and Oranges, book two, Wild Goose Chase, chapter six. God bless you. <laughs> announcer voice. Last time on Apples and Oranges. We'll show scenes from the previous episode. Cut to theme song. Montage of the series. This will run for 30 seconds to a minute. Scene ends and fades to black. Screen pauses. Title screen comes on. We'll show... Hang on, hang on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to update my, 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 my bucket list in, not my bucket list, but my, my, my like end goal for this is that one day this is going to get so, this is going to get so popular that we're going to do a live recorded podcast where we reread this Mm -hmm. and it's going to be like a, it's going to be like a fucking like Rocky horror picture show review. Like we're going to go. You're going to go announcer voice last time on apples and oranges and people are going to scream those words back at you. That is my, that's my, like, I hope this, I hope this takes off mm-hmm. and it's going to end there. Like we're going to do a live reading in like Houston or Austin or like fucking Baltimore or something. Wherever. Yeah. And, <laughs> and people are going to scream these words back and mm-hmm. it's going to be awesome. I'm so excited for it. Let's, I hope so, man. All right, uh, we'll show a panoramic view of Sandtrap. Sandtrap's a Halo 3 level. Then we'll cut to a scene of Jim and Noodle swerving around the part of Sandtrap that shoots the missile out. Jim. Holy crap, this is the last time I'm following your directions. Noodle continues screaming. Hold on! Wait, wait, wait. When did we set up that Noodle was screaming at all? Uh, I guess, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I guess maybe in my head that, like, Jim says, holy crap, this is the last time I'm following your directions. And then you Noodle continues the conversation by screaming. To set this oh. to set the Noodle stage, continues, comma, screaming. screaming. The, That's not what you wrote, but I listen, I don't know. I want to also set the scene. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but in Sand Trap, it was an endless map, but the way they guarded you was that there was a point where there would be these invisible invisible missiles that would start shooting at you to keep you from going too far out of bounds. So it wasn't like just an invisible wall. They tried to, they would automatically kill you if you try to go too far. Yep, I don't remember that at all. So in my head, the way that the scene is playing is that they're just traveling out in the middle of nowhere and that they're being attacked by something. And that was the way for me to automate that via the game engine. Mm. So that's what that is. And I guess Noodle has been giving the directions. So Noodle continues screaming, Jim, hold on! And over-the-shoulder camera shot shows they're about to jump off the cliff. They're both screaming. Cut to an under the undershot of them in the air. They land. Holy crap, we made it. I peed a little. What? Hmm? I don't know why I ask anymore. 
Jim and Noodle continue riding till they take cover behind the elephant. Elephant is a giant ass vehicle in Halo Three. Okay. What's the elephant doing here? A long time ago, this used to be a marine base. The elephants were brought here. They tried using them in battle, but they proved worthless. They're too slow, so they abandoned them here. Right, so what are we supposed to do here again? Well, I guess our only choice is to investigate that pyramid over there. It's pretty barren otherwise. Look up above! Three banshees are seen flying towards the pyramid. Get down! They both kneel. The banshees land near the pyramid, get out, and walk inside the pyramid. Let's follow them. We need to find out what they found in there. Jim and Noodle ride their mongoose closer to the pyramid. Jim, let's enter the roof. Let's enter from the roof. They climb up the pyramid until they come to the opening at the top. Noodle, uh, you first. Don't worry, I am. Jim jumps down. Noodle hesitates. Oh, man. Noodle jumps down. Cuts to Jim and Noodle on the rail walk. Wait. Cuts to Jim and Noodle on the rail walkway, kneeling on the last resort map. But we'll play it off as if it's underneath a pyramid. So I guess we're, we're stitching two different halo three levels that we're filming in uh okay so yeah we'll use forge to edit this part of the map to make it look like an assembly line filled with hammers elites will be walking in and out of the room that's a fucking run on sentence we'll be walking in and out of the room some will be carrying hammers out the room some will be testing the hammers on something not sure yet so i i want to go ahead and try and explain what's going on here they go inside this pyramid this pyramid they jump from the roof and they find themselves on an assembly line. And it is supposed to be intended that this assembly line is creating the hammers in the Halo 3 game. And so we're seeing all these different people test them. So. <clears throat> Got it. Yeah, that's what that fucking paragraph was all about. Yeah, that was not clear. <laughs> yeah. So we're basically something is clearly going on here where they are making things that they did not expect in this abandoned out of nowhere plant. And uh, Noodle continues. Got it. Whoa. Who knew all this was under here? Why would we abandon this? I don't know. I guess they had no idea this was here. There sure is a hell of a lot more than three elites, though. What are they carrying? It looks like big bats with blades on them. This is it? This is what they found? They don't look so bad. Cuts to, in a shot, cuts to a shot of an elite swinging the bat, knocking the test subject far away. An elite that gets... Wait, far away, an elite that gets too close is knocked across the room as well. So I guess, again, to paint it, I guess what it's supposed to be showing is like... The test subject gets knocked into another person that just so happens to be walking. Mm. I don't know. Uh, cuts back to Jim and Noodle. Holy crap. I want one. What are those? I don't know, but they sure are powerful. Noodle stops kneeling. Noodle? Ah! Noodle? Ah! Wait, no, don't! Ah! 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 <laughs> show an overhead shot where all the elite look all the elites look towards jim and noodle every elite grabs a hammer and starts running towards jim and noodle fuck let's run i can't see there's snot everywhere noodle runs around screaming while where he falls off the walk the walkway behind the elites still running aimlessly noodle god damn it jim jumps down and starts killing some of the elites the elites regroup and start running towards jim jim runs towards noodle come on this way they run towards an exit. Jim continues running while Noodle, who can barely see, runs into the wall before exiting. <laughs> they come outside Sand Trap by their mongoose, where they get out. They quickly get on and ride away from the elites. Uh, parentheses. We'll ride around Sand Trap to make it look bigger than it is. Once they turn a corner somewhere, we'll show elites closing in on them in ghosts. They're too fast! T-W-O. An engine... <laughs> 
<laughs> and an engine dying noise will be edited in. You've got to be kidding me. What now? <laughs> an engine dying noise. So we will be edited in. Oh my God. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll, before you go forward, well, mm -hmm. what are you going to say? You say what you're going to say. No, just I mean, basically their equipment's failing them. That's all I was going to add there. Like, okay. cause you can't, obviously in Halo three, you can't have it sound like the mongoose is dying. So I would find one through fucking dogsound.com or whatever. And... <laughs> dog sound sound dog or whatever it is oh that's a real thing okay. it's a real website um, so i just wanted to say that it's kind of endearing like okay so like the in parentheses thing like those are <clears throat> excuse me okay so those are clearly funny like when you when you stop to to talk about like here's what we're gonna do edit in some noises whatever the whiskey's getting me. I'm starting to hiccup. Um, oh my god, I'm really starting to hiccup. You so, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 funny, but at the same time, it's endearing because like you didn't know how you were gonna get there. You just knew what the vision was gonna be, and that to <laughs> me is like so funny. <laughs> but it's really sweet too. Like I'm like, oh, that's that's adorable. Like you you don't know like the format. You just know like we need to be <laughs> thinking about this, and we need to be thinking about that. I don't know how to ride a bike, but I know I need to get to the fucking store. <laughs> exactly. And also, I want to say, like, like, because I do video work. Oh, shit. I unplugged my headphones. Hold on. Uh-oh. I hope it recorded my audio twice. <clears throat> I am too drunk to plug this in. Already? Okay, there we go. Cool. And we're good. Uh, continue. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Maybe drinking is a bad Woo. idea for podcasts. Woo! <clears throat> okay. So what I was saying was, it's endearing how you don't know what you're doing, but you're still trying to do it. <clears throat> that being said, I do video work. Like, for anybody who doesn't know me, I make videos. Uh, not often, but I, I do try to make professional-looking videos. Reading this is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> If I have to sift through dialogue to get to shot instructions, I would strangle you. Like I would, li I would realistically, I would very aggressively tell you how stupid this was. Well, let me, would, let me say two things now that you said that one, you told me you read it and said, we should make it into a live action series. <laughs> two, <laughs> two, two. Okay. But I wasn't that good back then. It doesn't matter that I like, it's what I know now. I'm speaking 10 years later. Yeah. If you get to, I get to. Okay. Well, and then two, this was also written in the understanding that I would be there in the making process. So maybe that's, that's fair. Yeah. It wasn't like I was going to hand this off to somebody and be like, look, here's but, my okay. fucking citizen cane. <laughs> Take this shit and make me meet fucking Bernie Burns. Get him on the okay. phone. Tell him I got okay. ideas. Okay, but to challenge your point, even if you're going to be there while we're doing it, like, are you going to remember that we're going to ride around Sandtrap to make it look bigger than it is? Like, that's such a small detail mm -hmm. to flesh out the environment that you probably realistically wouldn't remember it until we reach this point in the dialogue chronological flow. Uh -huh. So that's why I take issue with it is because it's like, like, I don't know. I don't even, I, there's no point in getting into it, oh, yeah. but, but it's so funny because I just think like, you know what this it, is? 
what? This is my threat mid- level midnight. And oh my god, it absolutely is. <laughs> like and 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 us reading it is you realizing that it is funny and you're no longer offended by people laughing at it. Oh no, of course not. No. Like I said, the only pain of existential crisis is knowing that at the time I sent this to people wanting to hear feedback on how good it was. So that's what you were looking for was I well, want people to tell me how it was. I mean, I always prefaced it by anybody I sent it to saying like, look, be, be brutal. If it is not good, tell me because that's the only way I'm going to get better. But that's the thing is it's really not bad. Eh. No, 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 no. Like, let's not play this game. Like it really isn't that bad. Like the sure, like the formatting is bad. Like I'll give you that. The formatting's terrible. Like you didn't know what you were doing. Mm-hmm. But, but like if you think about it, like like even though we were drinking for one, like heavily, like not heavily, like we weren't fuck, we weren't trying to kill ourselves, but we were we were drinking with the intent to lubricate the conversation. Yeah, and I ended it not remembering where we were. But I still like emotionally remembered enough that I could summarize where we were as we're picking back up. Mm-hmm. That's not for that's not for nothing. Like that's that's pretty damn good in my opinion. Uh. So so I can totally see. I, I don't in essence, I don't think people were being totally polite. Like I think they were being polite, like I don't remember being polite. Like I remember thinking, like, oh, this is good. Like this is intimidatingly good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you say, still funny, when you say you send it to like teachers and shit, <laughs> God, it's so funny now that we're so far into it. The fact that you would send this to a teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's that bad. I think for, to be able to excuse a 17 year old for writing it, I don't think it's that bad. I don't know. It's bad, but it's not bad because it's bad. How do I put this? It's not bad because it's it- bad story writing it scales down like you can see the seeds of honest effort it's not like i don't know i guess it doesn't it's not up to code obviously with what we know now but maybe at the time it was that was forgivable and it's still forgivable Mm -hmm. i don't know let's continue okay where were we uh let's see an engine dying they're too too fast let's just read they're too fast two an engine dying noise will be edited in You've got to be kidding me. What now? The mongoose starts to slow until it comes to a halt. The leads close in on them. Jim and Noodle back away from the mongoose. What's that smell? It's gas. Jim shoots the mongoose. It explodes, taking out two-thirds of the ghost, leaving the other in confusion. Others in confusion, giving Jim and Noodle the perfect opportunity to jack the ghost. Let's go! They continue their escape, only to be followed by choppers, another weapon, I mean, another vehicle in Halo. Jim, son of a bitch. Follow me, Noodle. Stay close. They continue until they come to the crash pelican. It'll serve as an exit. They get out and walk through. Come out on the guardian level. Okay, so again, context. On the level sand trap, there is a crashed pelican. In my mind, I guess we were going to film it in a way where it just looked like an entrance and not a crashed vehicle. And we were going to come out on another level called guardian. So that's what that is all about. Okay. All right. Okay. So, so Noodle picks up. <clears throat> so I'm going to, uh, okay, before I read this, I'm going to read this. And then I'm going to have a small little story and it's going to end with me trying to embarrass you. Okay. So that's, that's where we are. Okay. So noodle, where are we? 
Is that where your story's coming in, or do you want me to continue? No, no, no. We're gonna finish this. We're gonna we're gonna read to this. <laughs> okay. All right. Until the end. Okay. Go ahead. Go we're gonna, ahead. We're gonna read to the end. Okay. Where are we? I, I honestly don't know. Jim. Yeah. I'm scared. You know what? Me too. Play dramatic music and cut to a shot of the dinosaur flying in the sky. End scene credit rolls fade to black. Okay, before whatever you say, in in the map Guardian, there are dinosaurs in the background flying. Continue. Of course there are. Okay. Um. So I didn't watch Red versus Blue. Yes. Not 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 even like I watched a little bit of it. I'm mm-hmm. talking like whenever whenever Forge came out and like whenever they start whenever um, <clears throat> Rooster Teeth started doing like actual mocap uh, like motion capture stuff because they did that right yeah they do like full on animation now so that uh, they still do red versus blue yeah holy shit I did not know that wow okay so uh, so when they first started doing mocap is whenever I like I watched some trailers but that was just never my scene um I have a friend, Josh, Josh Heinlein, uh, one part of Thousand Mile Hug. Um, a great podcast, for, for, which you should listen to, by the way. Yes, you should. And I, I say that like I give a shameless plug because um, you had done a co-stream with them once. Um, so so you're, you know, the listeners might Yeah, they, they know. They know who they are. So Josh has been a very good friend of mine for a very long time, longer than you and I have been friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and Josh used to have this recording as his voicemail and it was Caboose and someone who was Caboose's counterpart, like who would be church. It was probably church. Um, so the, the phone would ring and it would say like, like the, uh, whatever it would say, you know, it'd ring and then it would go to the voicemail and, um, it would say, uh, where are we? Are we dead? I don't want to be dead. I want to be alive or a cowboy. And then Josh would pick up the phone and say, well, call me back. And then like, so the reason I remember this is because Josh made it the intro to one of the songs that his band at the time wrote. And so I knew, I know about this scene. I know Caboose says, I don't want to be dead. I I want to be alive or a cowboy. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Like, do you remember this? Yeah, 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 of course. Okay, so I say all of that to say, is that what you're channeling here? Like, are you, like, subconsciously ripping that off right here? No. I to, With all, Damn. again, honest Damn man, it. I'm not. Damn it. To me, because to me, it's like, because you're saying the where are we? To me, it's in my mind, the way that I'm settling this, setting this from what I can remember, is that, you know, they just discovered the, this, the assembly line. Uh, they're okay. running for their lives and they enter this new place. And so Noodle, of course, says, where are we? Which is okay. pr- pretty much okay. in character. And then Jim is the one to say, I honestly don't know. Noodle says, I'm scared. And Jim says, me too. That's me trying to set the scene like, oh, shit. Of uncertainty. They're very lost. Yeah. See, okay. So I'll tell you right now, I'm very unsatisfied that I didn't hit that on the head. I'm sorry. I really, I don't that's think. That's okay. Listen. That's Okay. Go ahead. It is is in all spirits. Noodle is Caboose. Jim is another character you probably don't know called Agent Washington. But I, without a doubt. That's right. You told me that last time. It wasn't like I was trying to rip that scene one for one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair fair enough. So what I was about to get at was now 
Now I will say, since I am not satisfied in that you've ripped that off, I get what your intent was now. And I will, I will oppose you and say that this is pretty fucking solid writing because, <laughs> okay, maybe it's not great. Maybe we could punch it up heavily now, mm-hmm. but, but look what you're doing. Like you're, you're, you're subconsciously implying that the viewer should feel uncertain. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty fucking good. Like for a 17 year old, I think it's pretty fucking good. Like you got to give me that. Like okay. you have to agree with me there. Like that's pretty good because like, I'm not, I'm not just, okay. Okay. So I'm trying, like I'm, I'm not, I don't want to do this, but because it's a podcast, because we're drinking, because it's funny, like I'm trying to belittle you. Like mm-hmm. I'm trying to reduce your writing to shit because it's funny. Uh, like I don't want to do it because it's mean. Right. Yeah. Of course. I mean, I would have done this if I was vulnerable about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like you've given me the green light. Like I'm not going to qualify it anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I, you've given me the green light to just kind of pick it apart. So I'm approaching it like at any moment. I'm like, I want to find a gotcha. Yeah. So, so I came at this trying to find a gotcha, and I didn't. And then you had to go back and explain to me that you were trying to imply a feeling of uncertainty. Like now that you've said that, that's a pretty fucking good job. Like I think you did a good job because now that I read it contextually, cause I'm not reading it anymore. Like trying to kind of, you know, like catch you, mm-hmm. you know, like in the, in the act. So like, I think it's pretty fucking good. Like I like, take I think that you English that. teachers <laughs> <laughs> who said they read this. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well now you got me. <laughs> Um, I was going to find a way. <laughs> uh, we're on the last episode of book two, which I think might be a good stopping point for this particular episode. Maybe not recording for the night, but, uh, let's, let's, oh, care. I'm, I'm not even, I'm not even started yet. I got a, yeah. I got a fair amount of makers to, to get through. All right, let's, uh, here we go. Apples and oranges, book two, wild goose chase, chapter seven, exile. Announcer voice. Announcer voice. Last time on Apples and Oranges, we'll show scenes from the previous episode. Cut to theme song. Montage of the series. This will run for 30 seconds to a minute. Scene ends and fades to black. Screen pauses. Title screen comes on. We'll show a panoramic view of Guardian, only the top half, because this part of the map will only serve as a walkway towards the storages. We'll cut to Jim. So, sorry. I'm sorry. Finish finish your sentence because I came in too early. The map will serve as a walkway towards the storages. We'll cut to Jim and Noodle on the other side of the map. On one side of the map. Okay. So pause there. You wrote this before we were friends, right? Mm. We were just getting to the point of being friends. Because I remember like a lot of our early friendship was based on... Like if we could still log into our MySpace, which is where we were meeting each other, okay, I bet you we could enough. find the message... I could find the message of me like sending this to you. Like that's how that's early. Fair. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'm making up just for, for clarity, like for a heads up, I'm making a huge fucking stretch here with this one. Um, so you had written apples and oranges before the apple, like before we kind of bonded over the apple thing. Right. Right. Cause that's kind of like what solidified our friendship. Mm-hmm. Right. Was like bonding over like us being, total fucking apple fanboys yeah that was well before they they released panoramic photos right on I, the iphone it, well before 
I'm so what is your obsession with panoramic views? To be honest, like I think we mentioned this either in episode one or episode two we did. of this. It, I, I think it's just the only fucking movie term I know. <laughs> I really, <laughs> I really think it's the only thing that, like, in my seventeen-year-old mind, of giving any kind of credibility to this goddamn forsaken script, is just being able to say the word panoramic. I'm surprised you weren't using like the word pan more. Like, pan I probably to a didn't know it. View. <laughs> I probably didn't know it. Like, I'm being a hundred percent honest. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> okay. Like I said, I was reaching far with that one, but I'm glad, I'm glad <laughs> it's, we it's good to contextualize it. it. Uh, all right. Again, <laughs> okay. so we'll cut to Jim and Noodle on one side of the map. Noodle. I don't like this place. It's quiet and empty. Quiet. And I know you're supposed to say, supposed to say <laughs> quiet, but I want to go for gold. Uh, I'll radio command. Maybe they'll give us some insight on where we are or where we are. Right. A radio noise is heard coming from Jim, then a busy tone. <sighs> Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Redhound must have damaged my radio. Either that or we aren't getting reception. Wait, Noodle, don't you have the coordinates? Uh, hmm? Noodle! I think that red hound dude damaged that too. It was on a piece of paper, Noodle. Oh. Damn it. I, I guess we have no choice but to move forward. Those leads were closing in on us, but I don't think they saw. Jim and Noodle move forward and jump towards the centerpiece. I completely lost. I don't know where that is in the map at all, but whatever. Uh, let's see. Jim and Noodle move forward and jump towards the centerpiece. Noodle. Wow. I can't believe we gave all this up. I don't. Maybe think... that's like a maybe it's like a pretty area or something. Prob oh guardian yeah 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 so it's like this really overgrown like nature kind of overtaken uh oh, civilization okay, okay. place and so uh i guess it is beautiful yeah and so jim i don't think the marines ever knew about this they continue walking until they reach the other side of the map they take a right we use a shot that lets the viewers see them exiting but no but not see what's on the other side of the door <laughs> They'll come out a double box open in Foundry. Double box is, I guess, a type of item in Forge. They will be multi there will be multiple boxes, some open and some not. Each will have loads of weapons, mainly human weapons. Towards the other side of the map, there will be scorpions. If allowed, wraiths, warthogs, mongooses, ghosts. On one side of the map, there where there where there is a glass there is glass windows. There will be what? the general and an elite having a conversation. The doorway is blocked by two elites. Two elites on one side of the general is a red hound. Cut back to Jimmy Noodle. Okay, that is I can't that I is, can't stress enough how good you got when you wrote for sale. Cause <laughs> I don't don't play that too much. Cause like if 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 we get to that. Oh no, it's not if. We will get to that. Well, let me try and clean this up a bit. Cause again, I even I am struggling a little bit to go see what's going on here. Just to set the grand stage. Again, they've been sent on this wild goose chase of a mission. And they keep getting like just move from next point to the next point to the next point because they're being hunted, essentially. Like they it is revealed now that they Red Hound was hired to kill them. They are not meant to get anywhere that they are getting to. Um, and so in their continued running away, they have somehow stumbled into this just forgotten area, quote unquote. And so they go into they go from one map into another map, and it's supposed to be like this giant weapon cache that they have found and so that's what it is like they're finding all these mongooses and wraiths and warthogs and ghosts which are all halo 3 vehicles so they've basically stumbled in to a fucking 
jackpot of ammunition and armory and and whatnot. So that's what this is. Okay. And so, and then to top it off, as they're getting in, the door they see in this almost like office space that is being guarded by two different elites, and there are two people inside talking: the General Rios and Redhound. So that's where that is. Okay. Is that making any kind of sense? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. So now it is. So now I'm, I'm going to say it didn't at all before. I didn't expect it to. Like I was immediately going to explain it because even I had to kind of remember what the hell I was doing. I think a lot of the hard part is that, again, I'm having to write this as a machinima. So it's not like I could just say, hey, inside garage where people are having garage sale, I'm having to use the limits of a fucking video game. That's, so, and I think you made a lot of like. Like even even for okay, so by this point, like red versus blue is well established. Right? Oh yeah, it was like, like obviously, like obviously Forge is established, and Forge, I'm gonna make a pot shot. I, I, I'm make an assumption, a wild assumption, and say red versus blue directly influenced Forge. Oh, without a doubt, yeah. Okay, okay, good, um, because this is obviously a culture that I was not a part of. Um, so. Oh, shit. Oh, okay, okay. I, I think I remember my point. So, even with Forge, like even with the the knowledge that that there is a baked in way to make machinima with Halo, you are still, in my opinion, making some really wild assumptions that you'll be able to pull some of this shit off <laughs> in Halo. Like there are a couple of times that I've wanted to comment, but I bit my tongue and I wanted to say, like, how the fuck did you plan to pull this off? Like, how are you going to do this within the confines of Halo Three? Dang, fucking grand ambitions. Well, All right. I love it. All right, so cuts back to Chip and Noodle. Where is this place? If Marines don't know about this, then this is our answer to the shortage of ammunition. Look, there's more of those hammers. Damn, then this is a Covenant base. But what are they doing with Marine weapons? This can't be Covenant. Look, there's General. Oh, sorry. This can't be Covenant. Look, there's the General. What's he doing with an Elite? They are talking. I can see that, Noodle. You're welcome. Jim and Noodle continue walking, looking in each storage box, until Jim spots an elite guard talking to another guard. Not the same one as the ones by the by General Rio. So now we have four different elites guarding this area. Oh, fuck. These are new. I'll take the first one. These are new elites. Elite guard one, laughing. <laughs> Isn't this great? All this ours. <laughs> is, that a, is that a proper sentence? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> okay good um <clears throat> those marines will never see it coming why is the general helping us again <laughs> so here's a recap and a recap um i have no idea it must have something with the last stand that uh hold on it must have something with the i think i missed a word i have no idea it must have something to do with the last stand at valhalla quickly approaching <laughs> how do you know where the last stand will be don't you get it why else would we send troops to scout out the place? Why else will all this equipment be shipped out to Valhalla? If the Marines are smart, they are inspecting the place as well. If there are any commanding Marines who haven't betrayed them yet... Ha <laughs> 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 Both laugh. Still, what possible motive could Rios have? Who cares? Those Marines are as good as dead now, and mankind will surely see its downfall. Who knew it'd be at the hands of one of their own? 
They both laughed. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not that's not in parentheses. So for all I know, he just says they both laugh. <laughs> Uh, Jim, Jim and Noodle moved to cover kneeling. What the fuck is going on? Didn't you hear the guards? The general is help. Yes, Noodle, I heard. But what could possibly gain be gained from helping the elites? I don't know. Nothing. That's what. Nothing but death of mankind. On the contrary, Captain Jim, or should I say, Private Jim? Both Jim and Noodles. General Rios. Both Jim and Noodles stand up and quickly turn around, raising their weapons. General Rios. There is much to be gained from this, you see. The longer this war continues, the more ammunition, weapons, vehicles will be needed. <laughs> <laughs> All which I am able to sail, but that is not my only profit, no. The longer this war... <laughs> okay, I'm clearly hamming so, it up. Like, I... Dude, anytime I see more than two fucking sentences, I fucking clinch. <laughs> you crumble. <laughs> okay. The longer this war continues, the more income for me. <laughs> So you, so you see, there is much to be gained from this war. Yes, a handful of lives will be lost at Valhalla, but the outcome will be worth it for me, at least. <laughs> it all makes okay. sense. Yeah, you are, you are, you are, do, you are, you are, you are good enough to set uncertainty through, impl <laughs> through implied conversation. But you were like, no one's going to get this. I might as well spell it way the fuck out. And like, <laughs> I don't even know what you were like. This is just textbook monologuing. I'll kidnap a thousand children before, before I, I let this company die. die. <laughs> like, that's exactly what you're doing there. But like worse. <laughs> I love it. Okay, Jim. It all makes sense now. The bogus training, the elites, Red Hound, the mongoose. You were the one who gave the order at high ground. You knew the massacre would enrage the elites and... And prolong this war. Yes, you are a smart one, Jim. Okay, so high ground was the map where Captain John died, where Jim was told to kill the women and children. And how long ago was that? Episode-wise? Not episode-wise, but time-wise. Uh, it can't be longer than a year, because I, mean, I can't imagine that they would demote him and then send him back to training camp after a set amount of time. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. So this is this is I mean within a year. Uh okay. so you so just, Yes, you are a smart one, Jim. Why? The elites will quickly turn on you. They have no care for money. Once they get what they need out of you, their alliance will with you will end and they will turn on you. I'm afraid you're wrong, Jim. It's a win-win situation. The longer this war lasts, the more they get to kill and fulfill whatever bullshit religious crusade they believe in, and I get my money. You can't get away with this. It's too late, Jim. I already have. All the firepower is here. There are elites wandering the halls back there, not to mention their great one and last red hound. There is no escape. This will be our little secret. I won't let you. Jim runs towards the general and fires his shotgun, missing. Jim, alone. <laughs> Oh god! I'm sorry, I just remembered why. <laughs> what? I just remembered why Jim has the shotgun. Yeah. It's. Do you not remember? I remember. I want you to say it though. <laughs> I was about to say, please God, tell me you don't remember. I'd love to tell you. It's because Captain wasn't it Captain John's weapon? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so he likes it, but it's like. It's, <laughs> have you ever seen the movie? Have you ever seen the movie Airplane? No. Oh my god, that's a movie you have to watch. Okay, so there's this it's this like 70s like very dry humor, uh very like 
uh, like literal humor mm-hmm. and like this this one uh character has a drinking problem because he used to fly he was a pilot during the war and he like you know like like you know his like what squadron i don't know what the fucking word is like they all died and so you know he's like conflicted as a character um but his drinking problem is literally that he is unable to drink like (laughs) he like he'll he'll like take a glass of water and like splash himself in the face with it and like that's his drinking it's a funny fucking movie and so like that is a very hyperbolic version of Jim taking Captain John's shotgun and making that his like Horcrux or like like making that his like his badge Horcrux. Yeah, yeah, Horcrux is probably not the right word. Like making that his like his cross thing. to bear. Like yes, yeah. I love it. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. And because I don't know if you remember, again, episode one in the title description or the character description, I said preferred weapon shotgun. Yes. Oh, I remember. It's it's so really I character people. I characterized why he carries the shotgun by giving it the backstory with Captain John. And what's funny, what's actually what is fucking hilarious about this is because you have used like it's it it just spells out your ambition with this because you actually spelled out like like you actually pointed out that his preferred weapon was a shotgun and that was it. Like we were, ju- we just took it at face value. Yeah. And then later on in the story, you actually like fucking M Night Shyamalan us, <laughs> and like, like, oh, it's because Captain John died that way. <laughs> like, like, you were looking for gasps, like in this in this pilot script, and that's like this is clearly a first draft. Like, like obviously, let's just say, like, let's just say, let let's hypothesize that. You write this and you submit it, and Bernie Burns is like, "This is fucking gold. I gotta get this guy." Like, obviously, they would be like, "Hey, Trey, like, this is a great, ep- like, great effort, but you're gonna have to rewrite it, and 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 we're gonna help you because this is like, this is crazy. Like, this is crazy talk. Like, you've got shot instructions in in the narrative talk like you have no no clear you know like they would probably pile that on you mm-hmm. and then be like okay we're separating to a screenplay we're she- we're separating to shot instructions we're separating to dialogue we're going to separate like story arc from instructive like direction so it's hilarious to me mm-hmm. that you like were going for gasps with this mm-hmm. like i wonder i wonder how it would translate had you ever Made like it. Yeah, like had you gone to a second draft? Like I want, like I don't, I don't know. I'm not even gonna get any further into it. I just, I love that you went for like a, like a, <gasps> like, like the, like the reader was gonna be like, uh, uh-uh. uh, <laughs> no All right. way. All right, let me continue. Uh, Jim runs towards General and fires his shotgun, missing. Jim, in in parentheses, Jim, eleven <laughs> shots left. The General sidesteps and fires his shotgun, missing. General, eleven shots left. Jim takes cover behind storage. Noodle is bending, busy fending off elite guards. Jim shoots in the general direction. In the general direction of what? Jim, Jim, ten, <laughs> 10 shots left. Jim takes cover. Cuts to a shot of the general walking through the storage. General Rios. I'm disappointed in you, Jim. I thought you would put up more of a fight. I see we have a lot in common, though. We both share a taking to the <laughs> shotgun. <laughs> Jim runs out firing towards the general. Jim, nine shots left. The general shoots as well. General, ten shots left. 
Jim takes cover again, and Elite tries to sneak up on Jim, but Jim shoots him. Jim, eight shots left. Jim yells, We have nothing in common! Give up, Jim. It's a dying causes. <laughs> it's a <laughs> I'm sorry. Give up, Jim. It's a dying cause. There is nothing you can do. Tell you what, give up and I'll give you a cut. Jim shoots towards the general again. Jim, seven shots left. Another elite tries to get Jim, but Jim gets him. Jim, six shots left. Noodle, a little help here. Noodle. I'm trying! The general appears in front of Jim, shoots. Jim, five shots left. The general shoots. General, nine shots left. Jim takes cover again. Jim shoots in the general's direction again. Jim, four shots. Jim, obviously scared, quick. Wait. Jim, obviously scared, turns quick and shoots behind him. Jim, three shots left. Where are you? Says Jim. Jim shoots in front of him again. Jim, two shots left. Another leap jumps. Jim shoots. Jim, one shot left. Jim sees a general. General, Jim sees the general and shoots. Jim, no shots left. Jim takes cover, then looks for the general again. He sneaks up behind him. The general turns around. Jim shoots, but has to reload. General Rios. Wait, how did, wait, how did Jim shoot? He just had no ammo left. But, oh, so he goes to shoot, but there's nothing, so he has to reload. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. You really should keep track of your ammunition. It prevents situations like these. General shoots Jim close enough to kill him. Noodle stops and looks. Noodle. Jim! Noodle's knocked out by an elite. The Dude. general reloads as re- as Redhound walks up. Redhound. Are, are they dead? Do not worry. You will still get paid. Take the bodies. Dump far away where no one will find them. <laughs> okay. I'm going to try to punch that up. Okay, go ahead. Do not worry. You still will get paid. Take the bodies and dump them far away where no one will find them. <laughs> I'm on it. End episode. In chapter two, credits roll, fade to black. Okay, so I want to. Um... <clears throat> yeah. Okay, I, I, I'm trying to think how to word this. So the the like shot countdown mm-hmm. was building real tension for me, like just now. Really? Like, I, yes, that was building real. Like <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck, what's gonna happen? Um, like, okay, so I know you didn't watch How I Met Your Mother. Hmm. But there is a episode where something significant happens to Marshall, which is Jason Siegel's character. And in all of the backgrounds of the shots, there's a countdown, I believe, from 30 or maybe it's from 10. I think it's from 30. Um, but it, it's a countdown. It's like, let's just say it's from 30. And it's like 30. And then like on the clock, there will be like on the digital clock, it'll just say like 29 and then like 28 like is a number on a piece of paper. Like it's like a very creative way of counting down and you don't notice, like I personally didn't notice it until it was like around like number nine. And then it's like one of those Easter eggs you go back and watch and you're like, Oh, they were directing us towards something. So that's what I was imagining this whole time. I was like, what's happening? Like, what's he bringing us to? And then like, I don't know, like, (laughs) I don't want to be mean, but you kind of (laughs) didn't like you built tension. And I was like, kind of like, I wasn't freaking out, but I was like, ah, oh, shit, what's about to happen? And mm-hmm. then, like, I don't know, like, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't anything. I kind of, well, I mean, it was something. Well, I but... mean, it was basically, because I actually, I remember this. I went into Halo 3 and saw how many fucking shots you could have in a shotgun. And so I kept track in this writing 
because I wanted, I didn't, you know how like that's always one of the go-to criticism where someone like, oh man, you'd never see him reload in the story. I got it. it. So I didn't want anybody to have a fucking excuse. And so I wanted the scene to be really tense where we're watching from the perspective of Jim as he's trying to get to General Rios and we're keeping track of his shots. And then when he finally, because it's supposed to be like almost a cat and mouse thing where like, like imagine being in a funhouse mirror where you're just thinking you're right on them, but finding out it's just the reflection and not really them. And so it builds up to this moment where you finally find the person. It's not the reflection. And then Jim shoots only to find out he has no shots left. And general Rios is like, you should really keep track of your ammunition and then shoots him. So that like, that's what that was building up to in my head from what I remember. Okay. It's better when you explain it, obviously. Oh, yeah, because fucking asshole me, 17-year-old. <laughs> there, I mean, it, there was obviously intent, it, whether we missed it. Whether, okay, whether we hit it. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Whether we hit it is a very different question. Well, we are also interpreting this as 10, ten years, years later. later. Yeah. But I, I want to know now, like, what was your... What was your visual intent? Like, do you see that? Like, is is the overlay, like the UI? No, the UI is not there. It's, to me, that that shot is, I mean, those notes are only for the machinimators. So they're shot notes. They're shot notes, yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, it just I, supports to, my, it just supports me. <laughs> yeah, it, it does. To, to me, it's more, it's more of a thing, like, if somebody was so invested in apples and oranges, and they thought to themselves, there's no fucking way he would have ran out of shots, but they went to go and actually count that that was solid. Like that was the actual amount of counts that you could have in a single. Uh... That is that is hilarious. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm trying. It's not like I wasn't. <laughs> uh... Which which you say, like you did this. OK. I don't know how to do this without being. No, mean. don't worry about it. Stop. Stop clarifying. Just go for it. It's so fucking funny that you were like, you know what, man? Like, this is going to take off. Like, I'm going to have to think about this. Like, so what's, fun, what's funny about it is that I clear, like I immediately interpreted it as like, oh, okay, like, this is part of the story. Like, Trey is, Trey is building tension to something. And I tell you this, and I, like, talk to you about how it's, like, it reminds me of, like, this other uh, history that i like you know how i met your mother because let's fucking face it like how i met your mother was good yeah um so like i I like draw similarity to like another influence and i'm like oh this actually like built tension and i feel like you just kind of dropped the ball but you did build tension and then you're like oh no this is just shot notes like i was just i wanted to make sure that like i was on point and 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 then i'm like so were you gonna have a ui like could you see this no no i just i assume that somebody is going to love this so much that they're gonna start (laughs) That that when when the forum is inevitably created and they're like, do you guys remember that breathtaking scene between Jim and General Rios? <laughs> Which I just noticed you spelled General wrong. General. <laughs> okay, so when the when the forum is inevitably created uh-huh. and they're talking about this breathtaking scene between Jim and General Rios, they're gonna be like. Oh, I was counting the shots thinking that there was going to be a blooper here and there's not those fuckers got me. <laughs> like, I love we, that. We got got. <laughs> I love that. That's where you were going. And like, I love and, that. I interpreted it as huge and you're like, no, nah, it wasn't. It's supposed to be just like, a, like if you're paying attention, you're good. Uh, love, love uh, this is book two. It, uh, keep in mind as probably all beginning writers start out with, 
this is my empire strikes back this is my han solo being fucking frozen in carbonite is jim getting shot dead and this is where it ends and now the fucking viewers are gonna have to wait a year to find out what's going on (laughs) wait how many books are there there are six (laughs) okay i distinctly remember you saying last time that you were very emotionally distraught those not those aren't the words you used i was upset because of how i had to end it (laughs) i'm sorry i cannot wait to see how you're gonna end it (laughs) well then i've I've, i can't wait in the spirit of ending it thank you everybody for listening that is going to conclude book two this is uh this has been a really good time thank you for doing this chris of course i'm loving it all right everybody we'll see you next time see ya all right everybody thank you so much for listening to the Tapstream podcast i hope that you are enjoying the apples and oranges reading because i know we are most definitely doing the same uh if you did enjoy this podcast don't forget to like subscribe uh share do whatever it is you need to do to help us make sure that this is getting getting listened by as many people as possible if you enjoyed me, you can find me at the tap stream on every social media platform you can think of. Everything I'm doing is in an attempt to make your day better. So just go and visit those websites and you will find something to make your day better. I guarantee it. Uh, there is the tapstream.com uh, slash podcast where there is a comment section. If you would like to commentate on anything that you heard in this particular episode or previous episodes, and uh, you can find some community art as well as a link to the community discord to come help and uh, hang out with us. Cause it's always a good time to meet new people. If you did enjoy my good friend, Dear Christopher, don't forget to follow him as well at Mixer.com slash Dear Christopher and as well Mixer.com. I'm sorry, as well at Dear Christopher on any other social media platform you can find him. Uh, and uh, that about does it. If you keep up with my stream over at Mixer.com slash Tapstream, this Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday is going to be a new set of streams. I'll be streaming Kingdom Hearts 3 on Tuesday and Wednesday and then playing more Mario Maker on uh, Thursday. If I had to pick a highlight of the week, for me, I think the thing that made me the most excited this week was getting to play Mario Maker on Thursday. I've uh, I've been trying to commit to learning more Kaizo tricks, which if you're not familiar, is just a really difficult level uh, levels designed in Mario Maker for expert players. And I've been trying to learn more tricks. And I've, I'm nowhere near where I want to be, but I'm further than I was expecting to be after a couple of sessions of practicing. And uh, just the overall vibe that i'm getting around mario maker is just making me really excited uh mario maker 2 is coming out soon that's a game that is very special to me which i won't get into here you guys probably know by now um it just i don't know i that that thursday stream was a really really good point for me but uh i want to know about you the at the tap stream on any social media platform tag me in it what was the highlight of your week i'd love to know and uh make sure that you use the hashtag the tap stream highlight Until next week, I love your faces. Bye-bye, everybody.